Hello and welcome. We are here live with the lovely Michelle Markison and Savannah Wog of Keller Williams Premier. Thank you for coming today, ladies. Yes, thank you for having us. Thank you. Did I get your name for it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. You did an excellent job. Excellent job. <laughs> and of course, I have the lovely Jessica Von Barron, our business development manager. Good with us morning. Today. And my wingman, Mr. Stieg Sandell, Brad and Stieg of Bell Bank Mortgage. Thanks for listening, everybody. You said a mouthful. You said, <laughs> a mouthful. Uh, you said it all. I think we're done now. No, yeah, great to have you here, Savannah. I mean, Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming. We have these two high-powered ladies, Michelle and... Savannah, <laughs> are, are not only real estate agents, but Michelle's also a business coach. And when Steve and I are at the Keller Williams office over in Woodbury frequently with Jessica, Michelle always has someone in the hot seat, doesn't she, Steve? Yeah, last time it was actually a little puppy <laughs> oh, yeah. in, in her lap <laughs> as she had someone in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the puppy. <laughs> oh, we have other things to talk about. Okay. <laughs> no, her name is Flower. She's six months old. She's a Bernese Mountain Dog. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We have, uh, we were talking about the pre-production. We call it pre-production before the before we start the podcast. We were talking dogs and Flower, Flower, Flowers, Flower, Flower. Mm-hmm. That after the goal? Made an attempt on uh, <laughs> Michelle's life, it sounded like. <laughs> she pretty much did. You know? <laughs> and you've got a battle scar to prove it. But, I um, sure do. Oh, no. We love our puppies. What happened? Well, she gets a little overzealous when we're going down the stairs to go potty because oh. she knows it's it's uh, morning time and she gets fed right after potty and she pushed me down the stairs. Oh, <laughs> onto the railing and flung my body across and I just looked at her like, you better run. And I saw the security footage. She actually got on her hind legs and pushed. <laughs> she did. She did. She looked over at her little brother, the little long-haired wiener dog, and said, watch this. <laughs> long-haired wiener dog. So Michelle and Savannah. Tell us about yourselves, how you know each other, and all that good stuff, and maybe how you both got into real estate. Yeah, I'll, I'll start. Michelle and I are family friends. She sold our home in Farmington after I graduated high school, and we became go neighbors. Yes, right. go, go Tigers. Tigers. <laughs> and we became neighbors, and I was actually going... I, was going to St. Thomas and I was actually majoring in biology at first, but a lot of their classes there are business oriented. And so I kind of flipped the switch a little bit and slowly started talking to Michelle about switching over to real estate. And one day I just, it was my second day, I think, into the second semester of my first year. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. I went, I changed all my classes. Oh, wow. Um, Got out of all my science classes, and yeah, I'm happy I did it. So, fantastic! Wow, that's quite a wow. It's always good to have biology to, to <laughs> fall back on. Yeah, I just, <laughs> just like algebra. Yeah. Just like algebra. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing okay. I learned all that stuff. So you actually continued on and did all the real estate or business classes. Yeah, so I actually was taking all the business classes, but St. Thomas didn't have me in the real estate classes yet, and Michelle had called me and was talking about forming a team and she needed an admin. And so I actually have one year left at St. Thomas to complete this. I actually would have been graduated this year, but I decided just to hop on and get going. I'm more of a hands-on person. So sitting in class does nothing for me. um, And I knew that this is what I wanted to do. So. Well, you could probably learn more in a week 
with Michelle than you can in a semester sitting in the class. Exactly. I, I say that sort of tongue in cheek, but I think it's there's truth to that because not only is Michelle an accomplished realtor coach, she's a professor, a business professor. So, what else do you not or what do you not do, Michelle? <laughs> It sounds like uh, I will try everything once. Yep. <laughs> and then I'll assess the damage <laughs> and see if I'll do it again. Uh, that's awesome. So you, you teamed up with Michelle and you really haven't looked back, Savannah. Correct. <laughs> yes. Stig. <laughs> I'm happy I made the switch and I'm excited to keep going. I feel. Awesome. I feel good being this young as well and getting into it. I celebrated our my 21st birthday last month in Michigan. It was my Ooh. golden June 21st uh. at a real estate conference So oh, oh. with Michelle. Talk about uh, bad influence. <laughs> we, that was, we were actually very well behaved. Oh, wow. What part of Michigan were you in? Traverse City. Oh, cool. I heard so, that's a cool place. Yeah, it was really pretty. It's so. really beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's one of the biggest things that you, now that you're in real estate, when you weren't in it, that you're surprised that maybe occurs or goes on? Or what? what is something that's kind of a, a shock that the general public maybe um, has no idea that goes on on a daily basis that I think you didn't a year ago? One big thing that a lot of people think at my age, and I'm sure other new agents or people thinking about going into the business, is they really think it's a quick buck. Like I, like friends that I have or Selling relatives, stuff. they're like, oh, you, you know, you're going to make so much money because you take, you're getting paid so much from selling someone's home. And mm-hmm. it's nice that now that I'm in this position, I'm able to speak on that and <clears throat> be able to vouch for other real estate agents and just kind of spread the knowledge that we are putting in time and energy. Mm-hmm. It's not just a quick buck as a lot of people think it is. Yeah. You know, you pay, we pay a lot in fees, taxes, everything like that. It, mm-hmm. It's not just like selling sunset where we get, you know, these million dollar homes and right. are just, you know, set for a whole year and stuff like that. So I think that's a big thing. A lot of people say, oh, how are you going to be in this business, you know, living off of commission checks? How are you going to be able to attain that lifestyle and keep going with that. But yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of things, but I'm happy that I can now, you know, speak and attest to a lot of them and just keep educating people on what we do. So it's not as glamorous as Bravo makes it look like. It's a no. lot of hard work. <laughs> no, especially the home couple homes I was in the other week with some skeletons and oh. animal skeletons. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. no. Sounds like we got to dig into that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, Michelle, so has it been, tell us about how you got into real estate, obviously, and then I want to, it, it'll be interesting to hear about how you and Savannah work together as you, you know, having gone through, seen a lot of stuff, and uh, translating that to Savannah. Well, the quick and dirty, I worked for a major airline here in the Twin Cities for a long time. Mm-hmm. I left there in 2006. I worked at a college, that transition. With 9-11 happening, the airline industry just did not heed very well. Mm-hmm. And so I was 14 years in the industry and just kept going backwards in seniority. And as a single parent with three children, it's really hard to be gone every night because um, you have to bid your shift on seniority. So as people below me were getting laid off, all of a sudden I'm four to midnight with Tuesday, Wednesday off. And it was just really hard, you know, to get babysitters and, you know, things like that. So 
I did end up leaving and I started working at a college where I had my master's in business and I became a life coach back then and I really loved the coaching aspect of it. But I always loved real estate. My brother also worked for the airline and started a contracting business. So we did a lot of that together. I'd help him with design. He'd do all of the heavy stuff. I would, I know how to sheetrock, mud, tape, oh, wow. uh, tile. Cool. Let's see, what else can I do? Pretty much anything. I just won't do plumbing and electrical. Uh, nice. We've roofed, I don't know how many houses. Wow, you're so. up there yourself doing it. Yes, wow. I won't do anything more than a 412 pitch anymore. Uh, <laughs> that's, no. too, that's too scary. You know what a 412 pitch is, Steve? I'm sure it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's when you're about 60 years old from the pin. And you've got a 412 pitch. <laughs> I don't either. Not as steep as... There it. was discussion about me going into real estate even when I was at the airline and I had asked a, one, a, a very well-known real estate agent in the Twin Cities here and I said, hey thinking about getting into real estate and she said I would tell you never to do that as a single parent she said you're on commission you have a regular paycheck right now with the airline don't do it blah 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 so anyway fast forward I had called my brother and I said thinking about getting my real estate license and he had me on speaker and he and my sister-in-law both said at the same time it's about time Oh, here we so go. So I said, all right, all right, all right, all right, here we go. When are you guys ready to list? And they go, we were just talking about it. So I had list, helped them buy and list their home within the first 30 days of me having an active oh, that's license. Great. So it was so fantastic. You hit the ground running. I did hit the ground running, and I was Rookie of the Year. I did uh, my first year with Keller Williams. Yeah, Rookie of the Year. I um, oh. did quite a large amount in sales. Cool. Um, my first year and just haven't looked back. Knew what the work ethic needed to be in order to live that lifestyle and not to worry that you have that commission breath. Like So, you know, you're just dying for that next sale. Made right. sure that in the beginning I was set and ready to go. And Well, mm-hmm. that's that's particularly impressive considering that 2006, 7, 8, when you were getting into the business. That, that it was, wasn't easy. That was probably the most difficult market dating back as long as we've been in the business for quite a while, it's been a pretty tough market the last year and a half. Different challenges, though, but uh, to come out as Rookie of the Year during that time, that's that's pretty impressive. What do you attribute your success to? Referrals. Referrals, okay. How do you, but yep. how do you get the referrals? That's the... Um, I talk to my people. Okay. <laughs> I'm yes. not afraid to talk to my friends, even if it was 10 years ago that I haven't talked to them. I'll, you know, Facebook has been wonderful. You reconnect with people, you send a message, hey, this is my cell phone number, let's get caught up. Boom, you're talking and blah, 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 blah. And what are you doing now? Looks like you're doing great in real estate. I have got a friend who is looking to do this. Would you mind helping them? I don't mind at all. Perfect. Yeah, that's, and that's such a, that's that's a skill and it's kind of an art. Not everybody has that skill to be able to just kind of have, make those connections and have those conversations. It scares a lot of people. I think a lot of Mm -hmm. people don't, really want to do that but it's it's a gift for you and it's great for savannah to just kind of soak it up from you too mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's just it's having conversations with people it's nothing more than that you know we we hear about scripts and scripting this and objections and objection handlers and stuff but i just look at everybody that they they belong to somebody and yeah. how would i treat my brother my uncle my mm-hmm. grandmother my mother how would i want other people to treat them and so when I go into real estate and those that I coach, 
These are about relationships. It is not about transactions. Yes. You are building relationships, not with that one person, but with their family and their friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Boy, I have a lot of things to, <laughs> to ask here, but <laughs> to back up a step further, what's great about the relationship between the two of you, there just aren't a ton of young agents. Yeah. You know, I would say 98% of the ones we know are our age, you know, not Savannah's age. So in 10 years or 20 years when we all go away, it's going to be Savannah on top. Or magic for yourself. There aren't a lot of young agents no. out there, and a lot of them that try it, they do try it, and they think it's like we see on TV or they see on, um, my daughter watches it, Selling Sunsets, and they think that's it. But as Michelle knows, being a coach... It can be that, but it's a lot of blood, sweat, tears, nights, weekends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you have the right motives and you're not in it just for the money, the rest takes care of itself. So I can just see Savannah, you're going to keep on climbing the ladder following someone like Michelle. But Michelle, the one thing I have for you is what's the biggest thing you see with all the, like I said, when we go in there, there's a ton of people. Michelle's always coaching when we go in or meeting with someone. But what's the biggest thing that you see that agents, the ones that succeed, what do they do? And the ones that don't succeed, what do they fail to do, Mm. typically? The ones that succeed are really getting out there, and they're trying things. They're trying, yeah. They're lead generating. They're They're not afraid to ask. They might be afraid, but they're still doing it. Still doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. And those that aren't succeeding, they're just not taking it seriously. This is a hobby, but this will quickly become the most expensive hobby you will ever do. Right. Mm -hmm. What's the ratio, you think? If you have 100 agents, how many succeed and how many don't? Or how many do it and how many? Gosh, I don't really have a number for you, but I would suspect those that are in my coaching program, I can say for every 30, maybe seven of them are really go-getters. Go-getters. Okay, so that's what it, can you teach someone to kind of come out of their shell and, and, um, you know, like you said, they're they're scared to get out and network, they're scared to pick up the phone and call 20 people. How do you get them over that, number one? Is that something that you could teach or is that just something you either have or you don't? No, you can certainly teach it. I don't think it's, you know, some, it just comes more naturally than others. That's Mm -hmm. the habit or you don't. And those that don't, well, we need to coach around that. We need to get over some of those objections. And those are personal objections. It's not even the objections yet for real estate, you know, dealing with people. It's like, okay, well, you want to do this. Most everything is sales. Real estate is sales. Mm -hmm. You know, we need clients. Everybody needs clients. Doctors need clients. Dentists need clients. Mortgage loan officers need clients. How do we get clients? I think one big thing that helped me when I started was when I would ask Michelle, what should I do when I lead generate? And she said, well, you got to call them. I've done cold calls before. I used to assist Did my cousin with. <laughs> no, I, I used to assist my cousin. He's an insurance agent, so I have cold call for him. Oh. So I had a little bit of experience in that. But Michelle would say, you know, you just have to call them and, and just talk to them. And I felt especially for me, well, what's going to happen if I do show up and I'm I look young? You know, why wouldn't they? I just kind of thought to myself, why wouldn't they go out and use someone that's been in the business longer? But I've just learned that, you know, from Michelle to just, I need to make sure I'm prepared and, you know, have everything ready to go. And I'm, yeah. I'm over-prepared. I can answer any questions. I sound knowledgeable. And whenever she would say, well, you have to call them. Just like that. Yeah. yeah. Spina, you have to call them. And I'd be like, 
okay. And I and I think kind of at first I'm like, but I don't understand. I just feel I'm I feel like I'm too young, and I'm scared to do it. And and then I just kind of flipped it. Okay, well the worst they can say is no. Yeah. And Michelle made it just sound you know like just call them. So I'm like, okay, I just have to call them. Okay. That's funny you say That's, that because we were just with an agent and she was competing for a listing against someone else and she's younger than the other person. But she was, she's like, the reason I got the listing is she was prepared. The other yeah. person was yeah. not. The other yeah. person had 20 years on her, but so it is true. You don't, if your doctor's prepared and knows what they're talking about, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to really question. Yeah, yeah question. Sure. I think another big thing too is, you know, look professional. Right. When yeah. you're going over to do a listing appointment or to meet yes. with a buyer, I'm telling you what, <laughs> I was in five of us interviewing for this beautiful home in Woodbury here. Right. It was the only one that showed up dressed appropriately in a dress, yeah. basically. Yeah. And they both looked at each other. It was just minutes in the conversation. They're like, well, we already know we're using you. Yeah. And that's, I said, that's great. And yeah. I said, what? You know, I haven't shown you anything, all my statistics and all my yeah. stuff I've done. <laughs> and, they, and they just said, no, you look like you're serious about your career. Mm-hmm. Yep. And well, I said, I am. Yeah, but Steve and I didn't know you guys at first. We, I don't even remember this, Steve, but I said, yeah, they looked the part. You guys looked the part. Because mm-hmm. it's amazing how some people don't look yeah. the part. It takes mm-hmm. two seconds to dress up a little bit. Yeah, I was the first sure. one I didn't show up in jeans, they said. Do you think that just, even in the business like, like we have for a while, do you think that's because of COVID that a lot of people are now taking a more sort of relaxed or, or casual approach to that type of thing of not taking the time to... I don't really know if COVID had anything to do with it because, you know, I've just been dressing the part. I'm going to work every day, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm not, even I'm when COVID store. happened, I still was dressed up. I still have my morning routine. And, you know, even when COVID was happening, I was still on Zoom calls. I was still dressed up. You know, I wasn't that one. Some of those got up and they were in their, you know, sweatpants from, you know, I wasn't professional up here and party down there. Party down there. Wait, can I say that? (laughs) Actually, speaking of which, we forgot to ask Michelle and Savannah there, what's your tagline? Please tell our listeners. Well, we're called the real estate crew. Real estate crew. And so we just say, just crew it. Or just screw it. Just screw it. Just screw it. it. When you call Michelle and Savannah, ask for their business card. It's really cool. I wish I had one here with me, but yeah. Well, yeah, just yeah. listening to you both talk, I can see why Michelle's an excellent coach, a successful agent, and why Savannah's on her way up. Coaching versus real estate, what's your, you spend, is it a 50-50 thing or is it a... I do 50-50, you know, 50/50. with Savannah, yeah. you know, really eager and putting in the time and everything. I'm feeling very comfortable when I get overloaded, Savannah, and handing it over to Savannah. We're saying, Savannah, can you take this? Can you go help with this? And yeah. Oh, cool. And so, yeah, I've never heard a, oh, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. I don't mm-hmm. And I yes, can't I hide can. from her because I'm literally her neighbor. Knock, knock, knock. Hey, what are you doing in there? <laughs> I think she might know my garage code. Oh, then you're on 24 hours surveillance. Yeah, but it makes it very convenient, too. Just yeah, it sure each other out. yeah. Um, Sometimes she'll let those beasts out. I, the wiener yes. dog in the burner. I do. <laughs> yes. I can't make it home. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. She like yesterday. That was yesterday, right? Maybe. Yeah. She was on a coach. <laughs> got on a coaching appointment, and so I'm just like, yeah, I'll let the dogs out. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have neighbors like that. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. 
How about the market? What are you seeing in the market today, this summer? The middle, we're in the middle of summer, I guess, or start of summer, 2023. Yeah. What are you both seeing out there right now? Whether it's Burnsville, Stillwater, Minneapolis, St. Paul. I know it's not an easy market. Yeah, I guess what I'm seeing, I feel like the homes that I've been showing to my buyers have been staying on the market just a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of my buyers have had the same kind of criteria price range, just a little bit longer, still multiples, but in the spring, like I was putting in offers where there was 30 other offers on homes. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, later as the, as the, we got into summer, it was more like four or five offers. I feel like was like common, but yeah, still, still busy. I'd say for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and, this is a great time for the the market corner, the rate corner, oh, because rate uh, <laughs> we actually just had some really exciting economic news come out. The CPI report came out the other day showing that inflation has slowed down quite a bit. Are we the first to hear of this? Are we, well, <laughs> breaking, breaking news. news. Right here. Oh, oh awesome. that's so special for yes. us. <laughs> so rates dropped a good quarter per percent, and uh, we, we heard news that Mortgage Bankers Association, the National Mortgage Bankers Association and the National Association of Realtors are both predicting that interest rates will be back down at or below 6% as soon as first quarter 2024. So I think there's a lot of pent-up demand. Yeah, isn't that good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people, it's coming. Uh, the, yeah. And you guys probably hear it a lot, too, we, uh, clients who say, well, yeah, we'd like to move, we'd like to get to a different house, but we're paying 3%, we don't want to go up and pay 7% now. So I think people see maybe a 5% or even a 4% rate that we'll see a lot more movement here so it's an exciting time to be in real estate to kind of see that that's coming so my very first house i paid 14.99 percent interest rate 0.99 so you were under 15 yes i was under 15 (laughs) when it went to seven i'm like oh my gosh can we refinance (laughs) i cannot and he's like absolutely (laughs) this is the lowest we'll ever go and i'm like okay right on i was winning at seven percent yeah my first house was eight and a quarter and you know the average rate over the last 40 years is what seven and three quarters so we're still Mm -hmm. well below the average rate so Savannah, it's not so bad for your <laughs> millennial friends. Yeah. Spread yeah. the word; it's not it's not terrible, but yeah, it's all it's all kind of kind of relevant. I just try to explain that if you can buy now, do it. Home prices are only going to go up, especially right. if rates do go down next spring. The market's just going to get busier. Right. You know, it's putting in those offers. It's you know you're going to have to be very creative more people are going to be out there than we thought now and everyone yeah, thought there's a lot now it's going to be a lot worse so if you can get in there get in there refinance when you can rent is 100 percent. yeah <laughs> in a year from now we're going to be looking back at this time as really an opportunity you know geez i wish i would have pulled the trigger back in 2023 rather than now when there's so many more people yeah. in the market. So yep. it's exciting times. Are you excited? I, you know, before we started, uh, Michelle said something to me. She said, every day is exciting. <laughs> I, think I think it's true. Is that what I said? You said that. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Yeah. I said, gosh, she's right. Every day is exciting. And especially with Savannah and, and Michelle, every day is exciting. So we're happy you guys are here. One other thing, just to touch on your coaching business, Michelle, you were giving us an example on uh, someone that needed your help but I believe you said something about a 90-day 
90 day sprint. Yeah. I do uh, three, three different types yeah, so of coaching. Maybe other realtors are listening and they maybe need coaching, but yeah, give us a quick little blurb on that, kind of what they're in for. So the business is called the coaching crew. Coaching crew. Kind of like the real estate crew. Right. Ah, is that a coincidence or did you do that on purpose? <laughs> Everything I do is purposeful. <laughs> Every day is exciting. Every day is. Okay. So I do productivity coaching help agents get into production quickly. I then do growth coaching for agents that maybe have graduated from the productivity and they want to get into growth coaching. Mm -hmm. And then I also do a 90-day sprint. So agents that are might be a little bit short of their goals for the year, what they've done, we do a 30, 60, 90-day sprint coach and Mm -hmm. we really focus on how can you get to your goal and further. And if I'm an agent listening, does that take... 10 minutes a day, an hour a day, all day, or what? Each program's a little bit different, but every week we're doing at least a 30-minute one-on-one coaching session. Where are you with your goals? How can I help? What's happening? What are some objections we can get over? And things like that. So that's just the basic part, but then there's a lot more that we do. It kind of reminds me of our friend Carl, Steve. If, if you that's give right. Michelle a dollar, she's going to make you earn $2. Or ten. Or ten. Yeah. <laughs> or ten. Yeah. yeah. No, I think if uh, you could pay Michelle a dollar and she can get you ten back. Would you do it? I would. <laughs> you can't argue with that math. But uh, no, I think I think there may be a stigma to coaching that maybe you only need coaching if you're just getting started or something like that. Yeah. But I or think, if you're in trouble. Or sports. You know, I mean, I have a coach, <laughs> yeah, right? Coaches have coaches, and right. so yeah, I have my coach hold me to a pretty high accountability and to some pretty tough goals. Yeah. And he doesn't want to hear any crying. <laughs> There's no crying in baseball, right? No right. Well, the most successful people have coaches. I mean, Michael yeah. Jordan had a coach, you know, a trainer and everything. So it's, it's, you need that accountability. You yeah. need that uh, sort of uh, bird's eye view of what you're doing. And I think it's great. So we have coaches. My golf friends make fun of me because I have a coach. Do they? Yeah, I have a golf coach and a mortgage coach. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for coming today, Michelle and Savannah. Gosh, time flies when you're having fun. We're... 27 minutes and I can't see but yeah that's will you come back for another episode we would love to love to absolutely (laughs) how about like I don't know (laughs) lock the door maybe we'll do a true crime episode we're gonna do a meet Rafa one remember (laughs) oh that's right but I was gonna say we can get Michelle's dogs in and they can tell us about how they're trying to kill you. Firing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trip the old lady down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Scooter's like, you got this flower. You know I got this. Scooter and flower. Oh, I can't. Uh, yeah, when I got Scooter, there was no S on his tag, and I'm like, really? I've got a dog named Cooter? That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <Just threw it. laughs> is it a female dog or male? No, it's a boy. <laughs> Cooter, that, you know, that Cooter. was a... I, how about if someone wanted to get a hold of either one of you for or coaching or real estate or would they yeah. call you text you website you can call me savannah at 612-940-8741 and you can check out our website should just be a look up the real estate crew dash mn.com Mm-hmm. So you can always do like the bat signal for me. Um, no. <laughs> My cell phone number is 612-483-1494. 
And again, yeah, you can just go to our website or text us. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank, thank you. you.